If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And this guy on the Northern Line, and he honestly, it, just, it felt like every time I'd see him on the Northern Line, just like to flash. And oh my God. it was quite a long time ago. But <laughs> my way dealing with it, it was one of those things of afterward. I just, he's like sat opposite me and there was no other seats. So he could have sat anywhere. And I, I just went, I just stood up and went, oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> Welcome to Women Are Mad, where we invite women to bring their anger into everyday conversation. We're all feeling it. Let's get together to work out what to do with it. I'm Selima Saxton. I'm an actress and writer. I'm Jennifer Cox, and I'm a psychotherapist. We noticed that anger is the one emotion that women aren't allowed to openly express. Meanwhile, everything around us is making us absolutely furious. By talking about women's anger freely, we hope we'll inspire you to do the same. Um, Jen. What has made you angry this week? Um, okay, so this week I noticed uh, a behaviour of mine that tipped me into anger, and this is a tendency to apologise yes. for stupid things. Yeah, this is the the key example. I opened my dishwasher mid cycle, and um, and found myself apologising in a really panicked. <gasps> Like, you know, that kind of rush of, of chemicals. What, to your kids or to your husband? To my dishwasher. Oh, no. Okay. To my dishwasher okay. for interrupting it mid-cycle. Oh. Like as if, you know, you've burst in on somebody doing a poo and going, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And you back out and you back out and you think, oh, God, it was like that. And I thought this is really, this is a crescendo if this you're, you're apologising yeah. to the world to this extent. Yeah, I mean, that is inanimate poor. objects. Yeah, that's, an, that's another level up. What's what's prompted this new level of apology, do you think, in your life? I, well, it's funny because I think it is still that tendency. Instead of feelings um, more typically going into anger for women, I think it is more that they that they sort of shove themselves into the anxiety spectrum yes and, and, there, and that's where we find ourselves sort of you know ooh, in the in the back foot position rather than the striding forward but that's a really important thing to note actually I'm glad that you said that because I think I get a flurry of anxiety when I'm slightly overwhelmed and then it, gets, it becomes like this twitchy nervy hop hop dance doesn't it where you apologize to dishwashers and various other objects in your life because you can't quite find your footing I think yeah it I is. Also, you're knocked off I also apologize this is the this is a terrible habit and I think it's better to apologize to a dishwasher than to do this I say sorry when I am about to 
say something very direct or explain why I'm angry with somebody. So I, I see, it's a yeah. really bad habit. Yeah, I'll say, oh, I'm so sorry, but I think that was awful. Oh, but this is interesting because it almost then takes on a sort of aggressive quality. So there's sorry, it's really sorry, not sorry. Yes. Mm. It's it's a terrible habit. You just got to, you got, I mean, it would be better, wouldn't it, to prep someone and say, listen, I need to say, I I really need to talk to you about something. I really need to say something. But you're not upsetting me. I can't do that healthy preamble. And isn't it funny because when someone said that to you in the past, I need to talk to you. Does your heart not fill with a kind of cold ice? Oh my God, what have I done? Yeah, me, it's me. But yeah, but I think it's the same reflex. It's the same part of us. I'm in trouble. It's my fault. Yes. Not too much space, done something wrong. Yes. Yes, either side, whether I'm apologizing to you or receiving it, I have to shrink (laughs) in order to say it or receive it. Yeah. And, yeah. and and let you kind of flood me with it all and I'll take it all. Yeah, interesting. So shall yes. I introduce our guest this week? <laughs> yeah, great. Please do move us along. <laughs> okay. Our guest today has funny bones. When she's not writing sitcoms or performing stand-up, she's presenting the hit podcast Funny Mummies, possibly in her slippers. Please welcome the dreamy Hattie Ashdown. Oh, hey. welcome. Like Thank you. It sounded like you said hip podcast. I was like, I've got a hip. Let's be hip. You can be hip. My God. Actually, that could be our thing. Could it? We're like a hip parenting podcast. As there you go. See? Well, we're not hip. parenting podcasts. I should say that first. I'm very strongly not a parenting podcast. We do not give any advice on parenting. It's <laughs> complete opposite. Like, don't do anything that we say. Well, that <laughs> is kind of hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I think it's great to hear parents just talk about and be open and talk about what's going on. So, in fact, it kind of is. For me, that's a parenting podcast because I don't want to hear, uh, I do this, we recommend this, because it yeah. rarely works in my this household anyway. Stuff. Well, yeah. hopefully we're the place for people that, you know, just feel like they don't fit in as well as parents and stuff like that. Yes, that's really, yeah. really important. We're going to we're gonna get right into it, Hattie, and ask you, what makes you angry? Oh, my Lord. Um, I say that because I tried to write down a list, and I'm, as I'm sure most of you get, there's, there's so many. <laughs> well, you know, it goes two ways, Hattie. Yeah. Either people go, oh, nothing. Nothing makes me angry. Which is sinister. <laughs> yes. Je- Jenny's like, eh, eh. <laughs> I, w- I would say to just flag up my sort of mood at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, weirdly, even though I had a massive shock about eight weeks ago. I'm sorry. Weirdly, mm. I'm the most, uh, um, I'm less angry in a way because... Um, and this is what I've just been set off therapizing. I've made that word up. Is that when something really big happens, <laughs> it just makes you look at all the little things like I don't care. Yes. And so it's been kind of calming in 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 that way. So things I would have written eight weeks ago are very different to like oh, that's now, interesting. I guess. Because mm. like I was thinking, like I have a real uh fear of heights. And I was walking over a bridge and I I didn't even notice that this bridge was so high and flimsy. And I was like, normally I would have just been like so scared, but I'm just like, feel like I've gone through such a shock and I've had to deal with that, that it's like, yeah, just throw me out of an (laughs) aeroplane. 
So, so without going into detail, mm. has there been a big life event that's made yeah. you look at things differently? Well, I think because so my husband said um, he wants to leave me and the kids. We've been together twelve years, oh, and it was, and it was it was a, it was just a shock because I didn't. You had no idea. I didn't have any idea he was thinking of doing that. I knew he wasn't happy, but mm. um, I thought it was his, you know, depression, as we do. We've been sort of working on that, I thought, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And, and mm. when you've got two kids, and we both live very hectic lives, um, we're both sort of, you know, become ships in the night mm. with our sort of jobs and gigging and stuff. And um, got young kids, that, Hattie. Got, eight yeah. and five. Yeah. Mm, and, um, and so it was a shock because he's a good guy. I know that sounds silly, but he's like one of the good guys. And so that makes it more of a shock. And because um, you expect it to be like, ooh, these rotters. But he's been very nice, very amicable. So I don't want to, you know, for the sake of my children and everything. I don't know. But I think it's really important for this authenticity of this podcast mm-hmm. of, of, of where I'm at. So obviously I'm going to park aside being angry at that situation. Because the anger for that yeah. is to do with communication that, he didn't come to me sooner and mm-hmm. feels like now it's too late. Right. Like he's like, I've worked through it myself for a year. Now it's Ooh. too late. Oh, yes. On. Yes, Jennifer, we could, mm. we could, mm. we can have some thoughts about that. Jennifer might have thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Please. has got thoughts. Um, so in terms of, oh, I have, but I do still have a long list. Um, I think, um, there's, there's when I look, looked at them, I thought actually they're all quite connected, but lack of empathy. Now, people that have lack of empathy, and I was because I was also thinking about um, I did a show last year and it's on next up, not to promote it. No, um, promote it, promote, promote it away. Get us, come on. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm not on BBC. Um, yeah. It's called The Worry Draw, and it was good name, predominantly about um, not about grief, but about being a grief ally. And one of the things I, one of the things that drove me to do that show was I, because I lost my mum about six years ago. And I always say, don't say lost. I didn't go in the supermarket and Mm. lose her. She died. Yeah. yeah. Um, But just people really bad with being able to deal when someone's died. So, and I guess the empathy thing thing comes close. But just for us to be less scared, and it just used to really make me angry, but also make me angry in terms of people that have lost somebody who feels the need to go, you know, you got, oh, yeah, oh, no, sorry, my, my dad's dead. And then people, and they sort of go, um, Oh, but it's okay and all like, it's like you don't have to say it's okay no sit with to it look after them yeah, yeah. sit with it and yeah. so and yeah so I got yeah so I, got, I get angry at that and then people do all this sort of oh it's a good innings and all that oh, hate, oh no hate all those expressions um Hattie um, Richard E. Grant said in yes. an article yesterday oh, so oh I follow his oh, you, my God, oh will you I might I'll send you this article don't get me because, going. because mm. he said that when his wife died he saw some neighbours and he saw them cross the street in order to avoid and he him he was waving yeah oh, he was waving yeah and they just pretended not not to see and he said it was amazing how many oh, friends oh. he lost wow. after after the death of his wife you do you do know who your 
it's not so much your friends, but you because there are st- still friends that are, are good in different ways. Yeah, like they might be practical or whatever. But you realize who your comrades are. Who your yeah, like, comrades. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good word. That's a really good word. Like it's the ride like, or dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The people that it's a cliche, but leave the lasagna on the doorstep. And and, yeah. and I and I did the in my show. I gave away these cards, which is um, it was sort of thing. It sort of said, um, "I'm sorry that you've had this shit." <laughs> Yeah, um, there's nothing I can. It's probably nothing I can say, but um, here's something I can do. And then the idea is you fill in the blank, like I'll walk your dog. I'll oh, this do, is do, do, good. Do, do. Yeah, that's lovely because yeah. I, I get really, and I've had it a little bit lately with this. Yes, have now. you? Yeah, because it's In a what, similar grief type thing where people go, I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm <sighs> sure there's nothing I can say to make you feel better. Try, like, but just try. Try, yeah, yeah. Just try it or send me some flowers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But do you know what, Hattie? It's interesting. I I, I had a big life event about 18 months ago and this comrade thing that you're saying makes so much sense. Some people, I think they worry that it's catching almost, don't they? I think that's some kind of grief or or a big transition in your life. Mm -hmm, If they come too close to you, then they're going to catch some terrible thing and and I have said to I have actually said to closest friends I've said I know like with, with my partner thing I know this mm. might be hard for you because a lot of my friends are in the same boat yeah and I know particular ones this might be a bit of a trigger for them because it makes them think oh my god are we okay are we wobbly or whatever mm. so mm. I do take that into account with some people but it's been what's been beautiful is is and, and, and the same with the, with the grief with my mum like yeah people who you don't expect doing the most wonderful yeah. things or saying the most wonderful things or hardly doing anything. Yeah. That's just lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I feel like people that struggle, I, I struggle with people who don't have empathy and, mm-hmm. but then, <laughs> but then my other one is <laughs> um, I struggle with ignorance. So <laughs> in, what, in what sense, what do you mean Hattie? Like, no, but I'm saying I struggle with it. So I think like oh, I should be more empathetic to the people that are, don't have empathy. And I'm getting I love it. Oh no. And then I'm going round and round in circles here. Oh no. <laughs> this feels like so we were just talking about the over apologizing that women do. And oh, I think you? also this kind of overprotecting as well, like you were saying, yes. you know, oh, oh, I must poor them. Like what if what if what's happened I to me stirs up stuff them. for them? Yes. Okay. Is that Who okay? cares about them? Um, <laughs> oh, well, Jennifer, I'm very early. I'm, do you know what? I'm very early because I've been back to my grief counsellor since this has happened and she's absolutely fabulous. I'm, Good. She feels like a best friend as well now. And yeah, this is so why I'm jumping all over the way it plays with topics. I hope that's all right. No, that's great. We love um, that. She, but this is something I'm like, okay, because I said to her, I feel the worst thing about this process that I'm going through with my husband is um, one of the things he points out was my sort of, loud and brashness and being angry <laughs> so as you can imagine I'm trying to delegate stuff with him and I'm just got this second third million voices going oh well don't say it like that because then you're oh, being angry no. which is what oh, you no. hate no. So I'm oh. going mad I'm like what? oh no well I will just say as a personal as a personal not as a therapist I will say you're gagged you're totally back into words. all sorts of corners yeah you can't yeah. He, it's brilliant. He's won. 
But but and also Hattie, uh, mm. you know, presumably one of the most beautiful, extraordinary things about you is is the is your ability to express and communicate. I mean, isn't that your D in your DNA? Why isn't he celebrating? So isn't that wonderful? I know. And Thank Obvious. you. That's very kind of you. And I think somewhere down the line, and that's again a whole new therapy lesson. I think that basically he he detached, and there's certain people and group and and to do with work and what he does, he's detached over there. And it's like I obviously didn't see it, or maybe I did a little bit, um, but you don't have time to really address it, or you mm. try to, you know, like, kids. Yeah, yeah, let's go for a date. And uh, but that doesn't really going for a date doesn't really solve it. You need to be doing stuff together. We stopped connecting. When we met, we did comedy and stuff together. You know, we stopped doing anything together. And I think well, it's very yeah. hard with tiny mm. kid. It's very hard. Oh yeah, it's very hard. Mm. Um so but she said to me, my uh counselor, she she said, because I was saying I feel like such a horrid, I just feel really horrid, stuff that's coming out. It's like, God, you know, I feel and I said all what I just said about not being able to you know, talk about anything simple with him because I'm so second guessing myself. Oh. And and she said, well, why is he? N-? And I said, but he's such a nice guy. And she's like, well, look, the thing is, we and this is probably something you cover on the podcast all the time. He because he's a nice guy and he's a quiet guy. It's like why? And you're you're sort of big and loud and it's that thing of like, why is that bad and why is that aggressive and blah blah blah. It's mm. like, mm. yeah, like you just said and. Mm. And uh, I, I, anyway, I'm just sort of working through that at the moment because maybe that's just the way I was brought up as well, you know. It's, um, there's all stuff tied in with that, no, it's... no, but, but but hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't even want you apologising for it in your in the way you were brought up. I mean, that's just how you communicate as an adult, yeah. as a human, yeah. and how bloody glorious that we, you're able to articulate, feel it, and say it. I'm not saying you're you're a perfect human, but yeah. I'm just. Plus, it feels like there is some blame going on, as in, it's a really easy target to say it's your yeah. communication style. It's your being too much. Like, mm. you know, for all sorts of reasons, by the sound of it, there's been a disconnect. There's been a kind of, you know, a separateness come in. But why yeah. does anyone get blamed for that? Why, why does that have to come back and sort of sit, you know, on your threshold? I don't know. It just feels like... It's it's all very convenient. Yeah, and it's just hard because you can't. I can't dig into it because he doesn't want. He doesn't see anything to work on. So we can wow. go round and round and round in circles. And um, oh, yeah, okay. We'll, Should we'll we park let's that for now? Yeah, let's park that for now. <laughs> let's help you. Yeah. Let's help you move away from that stuck. Yeah, for a sec. Yeah. When did you last get angry with someone or something? And describe well, what happened. Yeah, and I thought about this and I thought, well, you know, obviously I'm getting lots of angry sort of like discussions and stuff with with, with my husband and, and but I feel like it's an emotional, it's more upset and it's a hurt yeah. angry. Yeah. So, um, which all my anger probably comes from a hurt place, really. Mm. Um, so we'll part that. But I think, it, I still think it's the narrative for where I'm at. So a little, uh, to try and give you background, I live in quite a, um, let's say not liberal area. And okay. um, <laughs> and we was meant to have a non-binary teacher for my son this year. Long, long story short, um, let's just say certain small-minded this is where my ignorance thing came up is mm. we're not happy about it but no one was wanting to say but it was all that kind of like what do you think about it you know 
really wanted me to just dive in. Dive in, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I'm absolutely fine as long as mm. they're a good teacher mm-hmm. and my son's fine. He 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 was like, I said, what did you think of uh, Mix? Could you say Mix? You know, what do you say of Mix, Lainey? And um, which I thought was so cool. Everyone should be a Mix. I think. Mm-hmm. And he, I've never yeah, heard that. I, never I heard really anything. like her voice, he said. That was it because they were French. Oh, and that was it. And then just before we started back to school, got a letter to say that Mix Laney wasn't coming because of visa problems. Mm. Mm. Suspicious. Mm. And the angry episode, since all this happened with my husband, I w- was talking to some neighbours over the road. Stupid of me, really. I should have known they wouldn't be on the same side of the road as me. <laughs> uh <laughs> I, 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 it came up in conversation and oh my gosh, I don't know if you really want to hear some of the awful because it probably might be triggering for people, but I couldn't believe it. And normally I get really angry with myself sometimes for not being a good ally, um, whether it be racial stuff or whatever. <clears throat> and I was so pleased that I think because of this anger I've had going on, I was just able <laughs> to be an ally. And wow, I was so pleased great. that I said something and I stood up. I think they're not talking to me now, but hey, I don't, I don't oh, know. Anything. Who cares? So but I, yeah. How great that there is that that anger has propelled you forward yeah. in some other way. Uh, it's really stuck with me what you said about the bridge as well. I think that's such a lovely metaphor, how you didn't feel, you weren't worried about, you know, the height of everything. Oh, I went up to a castle in, in Cornwall and just before we came back uh, for half term and just before he, he, dropped his bomb and I was absolutely petrified couldn't get across this bridge and um that's a whole nother thing to cycle on because mm-hmm. I was a bit disappointed with him next so I remember him not giving me any sympathy and again that makes me feel like a crazy woman but I was petrified yeah almost to tears and oh god um mm-hmm. so this bridge was a big thing you know I was just like brum, 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 brum. Yeah, oh, that's I'm amazing halfway, I'm halfway across this bridge and I don't well there's something about like how you'd think that this person in your life should have given you courage and a sense of safety but actually you feel safer without potentially i'm trying to think of this sex pistols line of anger is an energy and uh, oh, yeah. i just think that this anger that i've got that he has done this to the families i'm trying to use it in a positive way well um, done well done that's yeah. so impressive and how and how is that i mean we, we look we always do ask people when anger has driven them to do something incredible and i would say you're in in this, the beginnings of some kind of phase of your life with those aspects now um, um well I mean yeah it's just I mean um it was just sort of like yeah I felt being an ally I guess was an incredible thing but um mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if I'm really doing anything incredible I'm trying to be easy on myself to get up and you know. well that can be quite incredible for women yes yeah, yeah and also it's quite unusual also how do you I think just to keep going when you've yeah. got young children and a career and a big yeah. life event has happened just to keep going. And that is and it. Go I've on. Booked. Mm. I've only booked my provisional, but I've booked driving lessons. Brilliant. <laughs> Which is something I'm really scared of. My my right. eldest said to me, "Mummy, you've got to face your fears." Yeah. But I, I think it's we have to, we have to acknowledge that as well. It's, you know, the mm. word "incredible" when you're particularly when you're a parent as well, when you're a woman in a certain stage in your life and with big ambitions career wise. I'm sure. Mm. 
incredible things can often come in disguises, can't they? And small steps. Yeah, yeah. Also, I was thinking about like the fact that your kid sort of echoed that back to you that suggests that that's what you've given them like yeah that's how they feel you face your fears you you put yes. yourself out there you sort of bear the discomfort and and because where would that have come from other than you know through basically you instilling it in oh. him or her well i hope so he's pretty he's he's yeah he's quite fearless um Ooh. in a lot of ways very sensitive though my oldest son um but he has ADHD and he's low support uh, autistic, um, mm. which the autistic sort of comes out more in his no barriers. Right. <laughs> okay. To me, he's just confident. <laughs> I'm like, he just right. walks into any situation. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, obviously in terms of anger, the thing that makes me mostly angry is that they won't put the flipping shoes on the, you know, the 10th time I've asked, which I'm, sure comes in as a popular answer but it really and and then you look at that why does that make me so angry and is that going back to just not feeling listened and, mm, and it's yeah. just frustrating yeah. and also I think it's the space that all these things take up we've, we've this has often come up actually about you know holding lots of things and people in a woman's brain and yeah. then I think the anger can come out because all the little compartments are full yeah. And you and you and you've got things to do and bigger ambitions to get on with, but you're all everything is clogged up. Oh well, the, that's, that's another thing. I, mean, I don't know if it's anger or, or sadness, but saying about stuff recently, uh, the overwhelmness of being um, selling yourself, whether it be now. Let's be honest: if you're an actress or whether you are sort of your own business, and yeah. um, a, a, a lovely, I don't know if you remember. Her, as a presenter, Sarah Kaywood, but I followed yeah, her on yeah. Instagram and I, I shared her post. She did such a vulnerable post I and I really related to it because the thing of like, you feel like when you're self-employed, it's, it's never shut. The shop is never shut. And mm-hmm. that in itself made, yeah, has made me very angry at, at times because it's like, ah, but then you pull yourself together because there are pros and cons of that, you, you know, but mm-hmm. like you say, it's still, it just adds to the overwhelmness and I I don't know what the answer is and I, I blame social media it's like I think this this relates to a question you asked later on into sort of like little things of modern day but I think that's mm. the thing it used to just be um well I'm a comedian this is yeah. my website find yeah. me you yeah know? and now it's just a million different social medias. Which one should I be concentrating on? Oh, my God. I only just discovered that Instagram wants you to do threads as well. Oh. Like yeah, another we, we job. Do. Yes, exactly. Oh. Also, I, I, I've had to introduce Jen to Instagram because of this. Podcast. I was a total, oh, really? like, yeah. I was a lucky loose. thing. Jen was just like a monkey with a kind of yeah. like. Just going, <laughs> not even. <laughs> no. Totally unevolved, but in a really happy way. I was very happy. Yeah, and I feel bad. I feel bad. I had to move <laughs> no, you out of your. she's misery and. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, you know, it, it is, again, a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because, and this is what Sarah said, you know, you just, I've, got, I've met some fantastic people people really fantastic people particularly when I did my uh worry draw show and it was nice to have um you know other people that have gone through the same thing and yeah. you do you do sort of feel like you're when you've lost a mum you feel like you're in a gang yeah, and I you bet. want to talk to other people so it's been lovely bringing those people to me and you know so I, I guess it just you just got to try and find whatever way that is of 
controlling it and, and going, right. Well, or like, releasing it. So, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On mm. on the note of that, yeah, would you like to step into our virtual rage room <gasps> aspect of modern life making you fume? I guess WhatsApp groups, parents, oh, yes. particularly parenting WhatsApp groups. Mm. Um, it's the and. Again, you could debate with the social media, the pros and cons of it, because, but it's when people are on one of mine, quite, you know, passive aggressive, which is, oh. was someone said recently, it's like, it's not passive, it's just aggressive. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's like you, in the old days, you just go to the school gates and you'd find out whatever. And it's just right. yes, a lot of mm. going round and round and round and circles. Mm. And then, yeah, there was like bullying stuff going on recently. And the mum mm. was clearly knew who the kid was because mm. the, the kid had told him. But she wanted to come on there and say that her son had been hit by this kid and oh, I think no. what, named names. She didn't name names because I'm not going to name names because I think you but know, parents need to tall, have, please. yeah, she was yeah. like, parents <laughs> need to have a word with their children. It's like, well, what? just go to the teacher for one. Yeah. And, but if you, or if you really want to go, go, go to that mum, like go, don't come on this site. I mean, it just Ooh. creates gossip and everyone goes, oh, oh, what's she talking about? And yeah, I mean, that is quite exciting, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know, there's a sense of like the braying masses, isn't there? Yes. All of this stuff's like yes. being stirred up. Um, okay, angriest moment ever on public transport. It was a sexual harassment situation, which I know is not funny, but it, was, it's, it came up because of stuff recently that's come up where we all sort of women acknowledging like, oh, yeah, I did have that, didn't I? That was not really mm. out of order. Mm. And this guy on the Northern Line, and he honestly, just, it felt like every time I'd see him on the Northern Line, just like to flash. And oh my God. it was quite a long time ago, but my way dealing with it, it was one of those things of afterward. I just, he's like sat opposite me and there was no other seats. So he could have sat anywhere. And I I just went, I just stood up and went, oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> Walked <laughs> off. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know whether that was, but he was sort of like, yeah, I'm not yeah, getting scared. Great. I'm not getting yeah, I love emotional. That. It was just like, oh, you pathetic idiot. Yeah. Well done. Um, but probably, yeah, probably buggy rage on the bus with <sighs> what you're uh, whilst you're with buggy or yeah, but, th- them with buggy. Uh, both, like as in oh. somebody that like we. Oh, it's been so many. It's like. Ones where you're like, I'm going to close down my buggy, even though mine's the hardest one to close oh, down, yeah. and no one else is closing their down. And I think one time it was like stuff was slinging out of the bottom of the buggy, and like no one's oh. helping. There's a thing the other day saying like, when you're pregnant, everyone gives you a seat, but actually, when you've got kids, is when you really need the seat, and that's yes. when they hate you the most. Yes. That's when they hate you the most, isn't it? Oh, when you've got all your with stuff, a, more, yeah, yeah. A, a kid. So yeah, and just and mm. just. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I lift the sister, but honestly, some mums can be terrible with the buggy situation, and that's the thing they give us a bad name. 
<laughs> and I'm like, just you can you can budge up a bit more, or yeah, or, or sometimes mm. obviously you get wonderful people, and we're all looking out for each other. And I always say there should be a mum bus. Oh, yeah, just for mums nice. and buggies, and a mum train, and a mum cafe, oh, and a mum land. Yeah, mum land. <laughs> oh, let's go. Do you, know, do you know? I remember when my eldest, when she was two, pulled the emergency thing on the oh, tube, geez. and the whole train stopped. And then I had to get, and then the driver spoke to me and said, or spoke to the train saying what's happened. And I had to go, I'm so, hello, sorry, (laughs) it was me, uh, my child. And then I I got off, you know, obviously, even though it was nowhere near where we were going. Oh, God. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Mum's transport. (laughs) Your mum. You're not in, you wasn't in the middle of the tracks or something then? No, 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 no. It was just, it was a tube line. It was a tube. Oh, hi. That just feels so awful that you would have to get off because you anticipate everyone is going to be hating you. Yeah, yeah. they will be because I was like, someone someone could have just said to me, oh, don't worry, it's okay. You know, obviously. Obviously I'm not. thinking if you'd been a dad with a kid, you know, maybe they wouldn't have got off. Oh, don't get me started on that. Well, that's your dad <laughs> with a kid. It's that whole thing. It's like, oh, oh what a hero. What a hero. And mm. yeah, and there was a thing in the news recently. Here you go. Here's something in the news I was thinking about. So I think it was about oh, on a plane and the whole thing about should they basically not have kids on the plane <laughs> or, or some kind Stuff of rule. underneath. Yeah, yeah I think, exactly. I, I just caught Cages? The I don't know. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. Just put them in the um, mm. luggage department. Um, <laughs> and this woman was sort of, I just think she was sort of saying, no, you, yeah, she was debating that she agreed. Like, I don't want to, I'm trapped. So I don't want this kid that's potentially going to be loads of noise, but it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, what can what they do? What can they do? As you move away, as you move, as the years move you away from those screaming, you know, ones, the zone, scream zone, mm. is I think it affects you a bit less. Like you're really keyed in when you've got little kids because yeah, it's like, oh God, is that mine? Is that, oh, and your your body just reacts completely. Right, but right. I think it gets a bit dulled as you go through. And yet they seem to be the ones who have the biggest beef with with yeah. little kids you know the older you get the yeah, but don't forget but there are some people who are waiting for the beef everywhere be it oh, on be it a well, sl- yeah. back to Bring say, it on. they yeah. will find beef yeah wherever <laughs> they're like sniffing it out aren't they always <laughs> desperate oh, for it i had a little bit of that last night i went to see madonna oh, yeah. oh. And, um there was, was a guy behind us and he got really drunk and everyone, you know, and I, he did, I will say when he got aggressive with with his mum, rightly so, chuck him out. But before then, everyone was really bothered about it. And I was a bit like, oh, just, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, that, it, it turned. But um, yeah. he was so drunk. I think it was just kind of like, he was just like, Bleh, to okay. his mum, which people thought was his girlfriend. I was like, no, it's his mum. Anyway. I don't know I wasn't that bothered about him like I know he was drunk and I don't know I was just like I felt like people were like because they were going chuck him out and all like this and I was like it's fine like yeah until the mum bit but then the mum bit until the mum yeah. bit was like yeah. there's yeah. a line there's a line <laughs> don't mess with mums don't like don't <laughs> funny when she went they took him off and she went are you looking after him and they went yeah and she went Good, and she just carried on watching the show. (laughs) (laughs) She's possibly used to it. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it, doesn't it? Thank you so much for being here with us. 
sharing oh, in our age. You've been brilliant. You've been brilliant. Oh, I hope. I was like, I feared it would turn into a therapy session. Hopefully, I always think, you know, someone out there will relate and help. Yes, yeah. that's what I always think. I think <laughs> that's does, important. Yeah, it's okay, sister. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> Um, oh, she was brilliant. Yes. What reflections have you got, Jen? I'm interested in your takeaway from this. I think what was really interesting was this point about there being too much. Yes, um, me too. And how it's funny, isn't it? Because I think a lot of women sort of suppress themselves way before they they could imagine they've been too much so it's like a preemptive oh, repression you know or point. i must so be very polite everything mm. held back but then when women are more um do have more of a tendency to to talk and share and um and process you know outwardly often afterwards they come away feeling nothing but regret so it's so either way yeah go on well, also apologising. That's where I go sorry often. I'll I'll say it all and then afterwards I go, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll text you and you or whoever and go, oh, I'm so sorry. That was, I just went on and on and I, I said everything and sorry. Do you know what I would say to our dear listeners? Try a little experiment of not saying sorry. I'm going to join in on this. Yes, join, yeah, join in. Mm. So not apologise preemptively and not apologise subsequently. So just don't do it and see what happens. But what if I've done something wrong? You won't have. <laughs> because I'm your perfect co-host. <laughs> because you are a vision of perfect womanhood. Thank you for listening and sharing in our anger. And remember, you're not mad to feel mad. Please like and subscribe. It helps other people find the podcast. Hi, my name is Kay Adams. And to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process. So I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling... We are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.